Welcome to Inspired by Her, the podcast that will give you the inspiration, motivation, and tips for success from some of the top executives, CEOs, and influencers from around the globe. With your host, serial entrepreneur and named one of the most influential Filipina in the world, Kate Hancock. And we are live. Hi, everyone. This is Kate Hancock. And today I have amazing guests all the way from the Philippines, George and Lucy. Hi, guys. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Yes, good evening. Yes. For our listeners all over the world, Lucy and George, kindly introduce yourself. So we are YouTubers, we're vloggers. We make videos on YouTube. Um, we love to travel, although not so much recently. Yeah, <laughs> we used to love to travel. Yeah. Less um, so now. And we've got a base here in Manila in the Philippines. And we've been here just over a year now. Uh, so that's really cool. Yeah. Okay, so guys, I need to know your story. What was your journey like to get where you are? It was kind of kind of interesting up to this point. Yeah. I would say we we made a decision back in 2018. We'd kind of, I mean, we got together in... 2013, I think, as a a relationship, as a couple. It's weird because we're kind of like business partners and a couple couple as well. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. so it's kind of everything's together. So we decided to, we wanted to make little videos of our vacations uh, for some reason, just just for ourselves. That was like six years ago now Yeah, from this point. And we've been making videos as a hobby alongside our full-time jobs back in the UK for three years maybe Mm -hmm. and then we said one day what if we can make this full time what if we can make this like a thing that we do as our job instead of just as a hobby Uh, and the only way to try that out and see if it would actually kind of work and if we could do it would be to quit these jobs and just like go full speed ahead with our 6,000 subscribers at the time so then we booked a ticket to Asia and started traveling started daily blogging from that point and then a few months in, things started to really pick up. Yeah. And that was kind of, yeah, leads us to where we are today, I guess. Pretty much. That's where the work started, really. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So how, what, you know, why did you pick Philippines as a home base? It was an easy decision, really, yeah. by the time that we had to make that decision, or rather chose to make that decision. Yeah, yeah. We had no home for a year, um, and it got very... Tired. We loved it, yeah. but it got very tiring um, traveling constantly from hotel to hotel to Airbnb. Yeah, one, two, three nights stays, packing a suitcase, unpacking, yeah. traveling in between. It was very phenomenal. We loved it and we wouldn't change it. That was our life for a year, yeah. um, which is kind of crazy. I never thought we'd do that. Um, actually, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> but it, it, changed, it changed halfway through. We yeah. kind of decided that, wow, this is, this is kind of working out. Um, and we, we came to the Philippines, absolutely loved it. We, we were only originally going to come to the Philippines for two weeks. Yes. That was going to be it. It was going to be a short trip. <laughs> Little did we know. And yeah, and then we decided that when we decided that we, okay, it would be cool to have some kind of base somewhere in the world. Um, you know, we could stay Easy. there. We could have a desk set up and we can edit our videos. We can go off on trips, come back. We'd have internet. We'd have yeah. a little bit of, you know, a home base. Yeah. And... By that point, Manila was an easy decision because we were kind of using Manila as a base anyway. In between trips as well, Just in hotels as a kind of jumping point for other trips to, I don't know, Japan or Bali or something. Or around the Philippines as well. And all around the Philippines, yeah. All right. Now, bring me back that very first day you guys decided or told your family that you're going to be moving out in Asia. 
What was yeah. that? Is that- <laughs> it, it, was- it was daunting. I mean, the, the conversation, we, we knew that it would be a, a surprise. I think they knew that we loved what we did and we loved making these videos in our spare time. But I don't think they maybe were expecting us to just leave the UK completely. Although we did give them a, quite a big build-up. Yeah. We probably mm. had, okay. we probably gave them around a year's notice. Notice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're leaving them as a But they're not shocked. They're not shocked. Yeah. Shocked. I'd say we gave them about a year to, I don't know, where we told them that's what we wanted to go and do. We had this idea and then slowly things started moving. We handed our notices in our jobs. We booked our tickets. We bought that some huge rucksacks. It was yeah. worse for us telling our former uh employee employers yeah, uh that we were leaving than our family i think because i only had to give a month notice yeah so i'd worked yeah. i'd worked a job for four years and then i only had to tell them in four weeks that i was leaving and that was it yeah it was a shock for both of our workplaces i think more than our family because they had no build-up whatsoever yeah <laughs> um wow. yeah that's amazing now what did you guys do in the uk what was your job so i worked at bmw and i sold mm-hmm. cars for i mean but what two years I was doing that for, but I was with the company for three years and I did some other work at the beginning of that time. Yeah, I worked for a media company, so it was in radio advertising, effectively, yeah. at a radio station. So mine was totally different to now. Yours has some things you can use, but it's still very different. It was, it was the entertainment industry, yeah. I suppose. So I've learned, I've taken a few skills from that into this. Well, that makes sense. You're in a media mm-hmm. industry. That makes sense for you yeah. to do this. Now... Yeah. Wow, who's your inspiration to do all these things? I love your do the thing. Like, tell me about the backstory about that. Yeah, sure. I think there's a few people who inspired us, but I don't think we ever wanted to, we never really wanted to copy anybody. Mm-hmm. We never tried to do that. We, um, we took things from different people, I guess. Like, yeah. I'd say when, we, when Casey Neistat was daily vlogging, we were watching his vlogs and we were like, wow, this is cool. Like you're seeing his life every day and what he's up to around this huge city. Like that's amazing. And at the same time, you know, Gary Vee, Gary Vee yeah, in the chat? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So we were hugely influenced by him. So uh, in through more the work ethic, the hustle, the grind, the uh, giving stuff a go, the what ifs and just trying things and that kind of side. So I'd say like a combination of the two, Gary made us go for it, but Katie gave us the idea to do the daily vlog. I think that's good. Yeah. I think the two of them maybe. But the, the interesting thing is we started YouTube and we started vlogging before we knew who any of those people were. Yeah. We started yeah. making videos for YouTube before we watched YouTube. Yeah, we used so, YouTube as a place to upload our videos to share on Facebook, yeah. show our families, that kind of thing. It wasn't like we were watching all these vloggers and then we were like, we want to do that. True. It kind of became that a little bit more as we went along. Yeah. But yeah, Gary V, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had two screens in my old office at my UK job. Uh-huh. I'd have my work on one and Gary's videos on another with a earphone in all day, just him talking to me all day for yeah. three years. I think he made us push like take the leap of trying it yeah and giving it a go yeah i'm glad we did yeah that's awesome now oh my god how did you get into this 387 subscriber in youtube tell me how it's It's a lot of work i know that for sure yeah Yeah. we still we still have pinch me moments all the time we're so grateful and sometimes it doesn't feel like it's our channel like we we, we look at our subscriber account and our face is next to it and it's like I I thought it could happen, like there was something in me, but I like I'm still so surprised 
every time. Yeah, we we're grateful. Yeah. And we just want to keep going. You know, it, it makes us want to work harder when we see the bigger numbers. It doesn't make us want to slow down. Um, how do we get there? I think it was persistence and consistency, really, and hard work and not giving up. You know, we didn't make any money on YouTube for four years, but we we didn't care about that. We just kept going. Some people might try something for a year. A year is a long time to try anything new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, did, we did it for four. You know, I always say we, we could have given up after three years. We Do, wouldn't have known what would have happened yeah. after. Like, it's crazy. Even now, if someone said, I've done, so, I've tried something for three years and nothing's really happening, I'd say, well, maybe try something else. But I don't know. For some reason, we carried on. We loved yeah. it so much. It wasn't even that we were trying to make it work mm-hmm. back then. I mean, when we decided to go to Asia and travel, we were like, okay, we could give this a shot. Let's try and make it a thing. But before that, it wasn't that we were trying to become big YouTubers. It was that we just we just love making videos and vlogging. It was fun. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. We just it enjoy the, it so much. The enjoyment behind it. And we'd wake up to, I don't know, like 50 views on a video we uploaded the night before. And we wouldn't be disheartened by that. We'd be like, cool. Imagine 50 people in a room. Like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Like, actually watching, taking the time out of their day to watch a video, to watch our video. Yeah. And I think the enjoyment for making the video is not just... Uh, uploading the videos but editing them filming them thinking of ideas applying to comments having this small community that we had at the time actually like talking to us and interacting with us it was so overwhelming and we loved it so much that the views didn't matter the the income didn't really matter the subscriber count like we kind of didn't look at that we just had kind of tunnel vision yeah. having the passion behind it. It, it, was a, it was more of a hobby back then we had our jobs which was paying the bills and stuff like that um so and then, and then things started growing and then they started growing kind of rapidly. And it's just been this incline for nearly two years, yeah. I suppose, now. Wow. Wow. Now, I've been, you know, watch, watching you guys travel vlog and I have to say, I love you guys' humility, no matter, you know, there's like, it stays there. And I think that's so endearing. I oh, think thanks. that's how you you're more relatable than than I think you I, I like that about you guys you're like always grateful never really acting like you know like your head gets bigger like I love that humility yeah. in both of you guys oh that, I'm glad Thank that comes from yeah. we yeah, I think it comes from just gratitude of having something we dreamt of for a, for a little while and something that we never really thought yeah. would become our reality. We don't take it for granted, ever. No way. And we know it's fragile. If we stop posting blogs tomorrow in a month, we'll probably be, you know, we'll be heading towards being irrelevant. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, we're incredibly grateful for everyone who watches us. We know we have to work hard and keep going and pushing, but we love it. So that's just not a problem. Um, humility. Yeah. Um, that's, that's nice to hear. I think, I think it comes from having a very different life before, which wasn't a bad life. We haven't particularly yeah, come from any hardship or anything life. like that. We had a great upbringing, both of us. Uh, we, you know, we had jobs, we had an apartment, we had some disposable income to enjoy our life. Yeah. Um, but it we was just, very stable, I guess. we just knew that we wanted to try something for ourselves. Uh, we knew we kind of wanted to try and work for ourselves. We both disliked having a boss, having people telling us what to do. What to do. Um, and we had the opportunity to try it. We would save some money and we had the opportunity to try it. That's awesome. Now, who's the most creative between the two of you? 
We, I mean, we've asked this question a few times about like who edits what part or who does yeah, that. Like people always wonder that. It's so. I would say I would say even outside of the vlogs, we're both creative in different ways. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're very musically gifted. Yes, yeah, so I play guitar and piano and sing and write songs yeah. and stuff like that. And I don't do that. But Lucy is a great painter. Yeah. She's a great um, dancer. You might have seen her on TikTok. I've seen some of her. Yeah. She's blowing up on TikTok. I would say that. <laughs> Um, and we both bring different things to the table. I think in the vlogs, uh, our editing style is slightly different, but I don't think people know who's editing when they watch a vlog because we might just take it in turns with editing a video. So some days you'll get one edited by myself or by George, but no one ever knows. So it's quite funny. Like it might look slightly different in the editing style or the music choices or the transitions and some of the cinematics and things. But I think we've got a similar level of creativity. And the vlogs have changed a lot recently since quarantine, you know, since March. We've stripped back a lot of the cinematics because there's nothing, you know. There's not much you can do. There's not much we can do. We we filmed 80 something daily videos in a row just in our apartment without leaving. For some reason, people loved it. The views were higher than ever. We've had a record three months on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know how we had things to say about anything for 80 months. Wow. So they've changed recently, but yeah, creativity. We're both creative, but in different ways. Yeah. yeah. And who's the best copywriter? Uh, Who does the title? Neither of us. Mm. Neither of us. The t- titling of vlogs is... It's so funny. It's like, I imagine it to be like if you're an editor of a newspaper and you have to write that one headline per day... To get people to buy your paper. That you hope people are going to buy that newspaper yeah, because absolutely. it grabs their attention. Um, clickbait's a big thing on YouTube. Um, we try not to do that. We, we we have no problem with leaving a little bit of mystery in the title. Yeah. Because I, I don't think there's anything wrong with creating a little bit of excitement. Um, and people think, oh, I wonder what that is. Nine, nine, 99% of our comments, if we do a bit more of a mysterious title, um, people don't mind. People don't mind. They, they want to click on the video. They watch us because they want to watch us. Yeah. Um, and we never, I would say we never clickbait too heavily. Not that not like, but, not like uh, unrealistic when it's like, oh my God, this has happened, but it literally didn't happen. Yeah, and but, we, we don't spend too much time on it. It's something we, have, we do every day. Um, and we do carefully think about our titling, stuff like that. But copywriting, I mean, our Instagram captions, I put no thought into it whatsoever. Really. <laughs> I just, whatever I've got on my mind at the time, yeah. mm-hmm. it just comes out. I'm not too fussy or particular on that. I would so rather try and be a little bit more real yeah. and raw. Mm-hmm. I think people Relatable to, as well. Yeah. People respond to that more these days. I think I think five years ago there was a lot of a lot more curated yeah. Instagram posts, captions, uh, what people people were very narrow on what they would share online and they'd show the very best of themselves and they'd they're a lot flexing online mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I did this or I achieved that. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about a lot of different things in our videos and the same goes on all social media platforms, really. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, how did you come up with the name, The Juicy Vlog? What's the backstory? Yeah. So it was George's younger sister, Jasmine. We've been together for like three weeks or something, like back in the day. Yeah. And she was young at the time. She was what, like 10 or 11? Like, I don't know. Was she like 13? No, maybe she was like, she might have been 12 or yeah. something. And she went to like a, a fair thing at her school. And she bought this, I think she won like a tiny little 
was it a cheetah or a jaguar like a teddy like yeah and she's like oh i got this um i'm gonna give it to you guys as your little mascot uh for like us being a couple like she was quite excited that her older brother had got a new girlfriend and it was like, I was kind of new. She was like, she was trying to, trying to make friends with UC. She was like, got you guys a present. Yeah. And she said, we said, okay, what, what's it going to be called? And she was like, Juicy. And we were like, oh, oh okay. Strange name for what, Teddy. Why is it called Juicy? She was like, well, obviously, George and Lucy. And we were like, oh, oh no. <laughs> love it. And then when it was time. That was, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was something for you to name. We had all these ideas back and forth and this Juicy kept coming up and we were like, some people might realise that it's George and Lucy. Some people might be like, Juicy, what does that mean? Like, it's kind of intriguing, I guess. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that's where it kind of came from. Yeah. It's just our names, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just stuck. Yeah. It's nice and short to say. It's, not it's great. We get, we get shouted that in the street. People don't shout. Juicy. Some people shout George or Lucy, but some people just shout Juicy or Juicy Blog. <laughs> that makes nice sense. Snap. That's, that's yeah. a really cute story. That's a cute story. <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you guys stay... I know it's hard traveling from one place to another. How do you guys stay like burnout? Did you guys went through that? Oh, yeah, yeah, several times. We so don't. We, I'd say with, we kind of were in denial at one point, I'd say. Yeah. As dramatic as that sounds, we had done traveling, like we said, out of like one bag of backpack for one whole year. And the day we were daily vlogging, the video was doing incredibly well. We were growing subscribers. We had like, I don't know, like 70,000 subscribers in one month at one point. And it was like, it was going crazy and things were kicking off. So because it was so exciting and there was so much word when you're... We took no breaks. Yeah. So we, we, were, so, we were so amazed and in awe. Adrenaline. That's the adrenaline yeah. of it's hard not to get addicted when you get yeah, all that. Yeah. We may have... I felt, oh, we're a bit tired today, but it'd be like, what? Well, do people want a video? We want to make a video. We're going to upload a video. So we push through and we're traveling. Travel, travel takes it out of you as it is. It, the long boats at the airport waiting times and stuff. But daily vlogging and editing on top of that and trying to find internet places to upload, it was it was tough, I guess. Yeah. But- it was full on, but because it was so exciting, we didn't really feel the tired part mm. as much. Because the more exciting it was bigger. We didn't acknowledge it. We we would literally work constantly all day. We'd get up early, we'd start filming, we'd film the whole day. In between that we'd be doing emails, we'd we'd have to edit the previous day's vlog, schedule it, yeah. upload it. Doing something exciting in the day because yeah. we wanted to have something fun to vlog as well. Yeah. Um so it's just kind of this weird like and all the match. all the other content around it, Instagram posts, taking photos, and we filmed, stories. We filmed the one day and edit it back next evening, so it was like a one day turnaround thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say it wasn't until maybe when we went back to the UK. Oh no, I think around last July time, we were on our way back to the UK. I think we did a stop in Dubai, and we both kind of woke up one morning yeah. and we said we've both had a lot of sleep. Like we're we're fine on the sleep part. But we both feel exhausted. Completely and drained. Kind of ill in a way. Like yeah, we didn't feel good. Like we've had enough sleep, but we're still tired, that kind of thing. And we were like, I remember we Googled like, how do you know you've got burnout and how to help with burnout? And then we were reading these things and we were like, yeah, I think this is us. Yeah, because we haven't had that before. You know, in our, yeah. our old jobs, it was a nine to five. Uh, we could finish at five o'clock, walk out the door. And you go home and you chill, you relax, you watch Netflix or whatever. But it was imagine your, I don't know what hobbies you might have or anyone listening or watching might have, but imagine your, the hobby you love the most 
Um, imagine doing it for years and then you suddenly have a lot of people watching you do it and they're loving it. Say you're a singer or a rapper or a, something like that, a guitar player, and suddenly everyone's buying your music. Everyone's listening to your song. Yeah. Everyone wants to know everything about you. You're not um, going to stop, are you? You want to put out more songs. You, You're not going to stop. For yeah, us, yeah. You wanna, we wanted to put out more videos. We wanted to keep going. It was incredibly exciting. And yeah, we definitely neglected ourselves, I would say. Yeah. A little bit, you know. Um, uh, we, we've changed that now. We've changed that now. Mm-hmm. We're still adapting, you know. It's always changing. We even said the other day, oh, we could do a little, little bit of a change up or a break or a day off. Yeah. Um, but we just kind of listen to ourselves and do what we need to do when, think, whenever it's necessary now. Really. I think one of the reasons why we went so hard and we still do a lot of the time is because when we were pushing at our hardest point the first kind of year, if we hadn't put, given it our all, there was a chance that it might not work. So I think yeah, because it was, if, if you're working for someone else and you don't put your complete, like I always say, like, I think Gary said it before, your people that you employ aren't going to care as much about your business as you are because it's your business, it's your baby, what you've created and what you want to make work. So if we, it's basically the more work we put in, the more we get out of it. And if we don't put the work in, then there's a chance that if we miss this upload, oh, that could have been the one that went viral. It could have been that. So it was just like, like you said, it was just head on. We didn't want to go back to... I mean, it wouldn't have been, you know, it's still a nice life, but we, we didn't want to go back to the life we had when we yeah. started mm. making tracks on a different life for ourselves. Gotcha. So, yeah, so you're scared of losing that momentum that you guys have been yeah. working on. Yeah. And, that, and that is still true to this day. I would say we work just as hard, but in a different way. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're doing a lot of different things now as well. And I think the momentum thing is so key. I think with any YouTuber or vlogger or any social media content creator, you you don't you don't want to disappear and you don't want to mm-hmm. feel irrelevant not for your own self worth or anything like that but purely on the front of you enjoy doing it and you want the audience to enjoy it and you just want to keep the audience happy and keep yourself happy most yeah and there's a lot of factor that you have to consider like you don't want to lose that algorithm because it's tricky it changes all the time it does the, but the thing is no one knows anything about algorithms really yeah you it's know, a funny one isn't it we People, people say to us, should I daily vlog? I want to start a YouTube channel. Should I upload every day? Is that how you did it? Is that what works? And all we can say is we don't know. There's, Maybe. there's people who upload once a month who have incredibly successful channels once a week. Um, it just depends. I think there was, a, there was a period in time where the audience really loved the, and still now, loved the daily uploads and a, a rolling story. Yeah. It was like a soap opera or a, a series. It was like a story. Come that, back every day from what they got up to next. Yeah, like, see okay. what we're doing tomorrow. Join yeah. us tomorrow, see what we get up to. And that's still like, I mean, we pretty much daily still, we, we, aren't we? We pretty much upload every day. But <laughs> I now think we missed two days in August, so. We're true. saying it as though it's the past, but it's still very much yeah. happening. But we do it slightly differently now. We yeah. might film two videos in one day yeah. and then not film the next day, but then we're doing something else on that day. You know, so it's changed up a little bit. But uh, algorithms, yeah, I, I don't know. I, no one can figure that. For us, it's just head down, make your content. Don't worry about the algorithms. Mm-hmm. You know, the time you spend complaining about algorithms, you could be making a video. Or, you know what I mean? Because you can't control Absolutely. it. We spend very little time on things that we can't control. We'd rather spend time on things we can control. Yeah. Now, tell me, what did you learn about yourselves while doing this journey? Ooh. Good question. Wow. I think we learned that, I mean, for me, 
I learned that, wow, we can actually, we can actually do this. This is a thing. YouTube can be a lifestyle, you know, yeah. we, cause growing up in a smallish town, you grow up with the same kind of friends. You grow up with a small group of people around you. Uh, a lot of people do the same thing. You go to college, some might go to university and then you apply for a job and you hope to get a job at a company that you kind of like. Yeah. And that's kind of a set structure in society. Um, and I think it was very cool for us to see that, wow, there is something else. There is, yeah. if you want it, and if you do right things and you know, have all these dynamics come together, you, there is a whole different world out there. Our life is so different. We're not living a small town life in the UK anymore. And I think we've also gained a huge amount of perspective from traveling. I know it's very cliche to say when you travel, you see all these things and you, you change your mindset, but it really does because you see things and you think when people are moaning about tiny little things at home and then you're traveling through a tiny town in the middle of Cambodia and people are all on the streets and this awful history this country's had and then you, you kind of it really goes yeah. into your mind and you just think, come on, just be grateful. Think about what you have, how lucky you are to have been born into this kind of lifestyle and this privilege. Yeah, absolutely. It really grounds you and it really makes you mm-hmm. so, so grateful for everything around you. And that's why we always try and stay like that we wake up every day so happy and grateful that we can do this and this is our life um and it kind of makes you sometimes you're cautious of what you say sometimes because you know a lot of people including your audience a lot of people are living different lives and you don't want to come across in a certain way sometimes maybe um but if i think as long as you stay grounded and stay grateful for what you've got and work hard for what you've got and you know you're a good person then then I think that's okay love it now knowing what you know now what would you guys do differently nothing I wouldn't want to know yeah I, I don't would, like that because it, it scares it, me if something was slightly different it might not have had the same yeah, outcome I mean we, we always said we could try there would have been maybe ways we could have tried to grow quicker or something with True. titles or done more food videos or certain things that you know work sometimes on YouTube but we were just filming the story of our lives and that's what we're still doing I wouldn't want to I think if you change get, it if you get like a, I don't know a huge shout out from a huge YouTuber with millions and millions of subscribers you get a, a fa- quite a few thousand probably but Depends, these yeah. people probably don't care about you they just care about the person that's told you to subscribe to them if that makes sense so I think growing more organically and growing an audience that like you for you, not because you've jumped off the back of someone else. Yeah. You say is I mean, some, some people have had success like that where yeah. they've had a, yeah, of course. a help up from a bigger creator and we'd love to help smaller creators as well Yeah. than us. Obviously we're not, there's, you know, great. You can't ever think that you're at a certain place because there's always someone above you there's always someone below you so that's why we just said we just keep our heads down we do our thing but um yeah you're so right i think years ago a dream of ours would be to have a shout out from a big yeah you take it but now i'd say no don't do that that. um i'm glad i'm glad how everything has happened and how it's happening yeah because that is a surface like they're not really your community they're not they don't have a story they're not they they don't create a bond with you yes yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah, it's great. It's great for you to do it kind of on your own. 
I love it. Now, when did you guys learn this storytelling? You're, you guys are both great storytellers. Really? really? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think, think we're both quite chatty and sociable people. Like, we can start a conversation with anyone, any stranger, we can just chat. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just, I don't know, maybe our if they give, brought up. Yeah, if they give it back, maybe. I think we're, like, talking to you is great, it's fun. Um, because you're engaging, you're asking really good questions. Uh, it's a back and forth thing. Yeah. I think storytelling, because we're talking to like a camera, we're talking to that most True. of the time. Maybe that's the so, I don't know. You feel like, you, I never feel like I'm on my own. I do genuinely feel oh, like I'm I, talking to people. Didn't I say on the vlog the other day, I had a bit of a freak out moment because I looked around and George was like editing or something with headphones in. And I was literally like looking into a piece of glass and I was talking to it. And normally I don't think about this. And I was suddenly like, huh there's no one here right now this is like an object and I'm really really talking to them getting quite deep and talking about something and laughing at myself to them yeah uh, and then I was like obviously I'm talking to the audience but there's this whole editing process before so it's like it's kind of weird isn't it it yeah. is a bit bizarre but I guess talking on the vlogs and I don't know we've done my interviews in the past and stuff mm-hmm. oh, we, we just enjoy it if, yeah. if the per- if the situation's right and the person's right and you know, with, with the vlogs, we're talking to our community. We're talking to our audience mm-hmm. who know us. They know, like, that I got a new T-shirt two days ago. They know what Lucy cooked for dinner last night. It's, it's a very yeah, personal, it's a very personal, close relationship, even though it could be 100,000 people watching. Yeah, it's amazing how you guys built this strong community, and that's how you became so successful. They know you. They know you in and out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. and I think okay. people have to be careful if they're starting what they choose to share and what they choose to not share because obviously mm-hmm. we we deal with we get not much but we get hate comments yeah. we get strange messages we get you know insults whatever um, but I think to deal with that we it's just the heads down approach I keep saying that today I think about uh, I guess have more sympathy for the person that's leaving the hate comments and what's going on in their mind and the reason they're being mean online. Like I just totally like, don't get it. I think some, someone's opinion of us who we don't even know is not, it's nothing to do with us. It, yeah. That's fine. You know, it's not going to affect us. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what I do with that is sometimes I just don't read it. I'll just like, oh, erase yeah, it. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's, like, it's a good yeah. strategy. Why not? Yeah. 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 Now, what is the worst day of George and Lucy traveling? Tell me about the worst day traveling. The stranded one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the worst, like on paper, but I guess it turned out quite cool, really. Yeah. Go okay. So I'll try and make it a bit shorter because I do ramble on with stories sometimes. So we were in Cambodia on an island called Koh Rong, and it was a tiny island, not that many people on there. There was a little strip of beach with some restaurants and a couple of little, uh, they're not really hotels, they're more like hostels, guest houses kind of thing. Yeah. Beautiful beach, really nice. We went on this trip, a day trip. Uh, we were staying on, I'll use my phone, so we are staying here on the island, on a hotel, and we get picked up from this part of the island. So we travelled round to here in the morning on a boat, we did this amazing boat trip and it was like beautiful. But then halfway through the day, the guy that's running the tour said, so actually the winds are too strong. We can't even try to go back around to the other side of the island. Like it's crazy winds. The waves are insane. 
Um, and as he said, it was like saying from a film, it all got a bit dark, the rain kind of came it started down. started raining, the clouds went grey. And we were stuck on this little beach, and with this boat, you're looking out at our boat, and it's, I'm not exaggerating, it's like going crazy in these huge waves. We've got our huge camera and all of our gear with us, and we're thinking, how are we going to get back onto this boat? We've got to swim to this boat in these choppy waves. So we're like holding the camera above our heads, like kind of drowning under, not drowning, I'm being dramatic, but like our faces are under the water, and we're like trying to keep up with these waves. We get back on the boat. We make it back to the main kind of strip area. And he said, there's no chance you're getting back tonight to your hotel where our our expensive laptops are, all of our gear, all of our uh, clothes, our toothbrushes, like everything. So we're like, okay. And that was a collaboration with that hotel that we were staying with. So we had, uh, you know, obligations to... Film. And these two people that are staying there just didn't return that night. The hotel are probably thinking, so we where are they? My phone had got, got no battery left. We didn't have any Wi-Fi. We didn't have any chargers. Like it was kind of scary because it was a like bit, dark. Yeah. We, we were new to Asia. We were new to traveling. We were yeah. week, uh, six weeks in at this point. Maybe like four or five Maybe. weeks. Like it was quite early on. And um, how did it get resolved? So we, we stayed overnight in this little... Uh, tiny random tiny guest two dollars a night or something it was super cheap sand all over the floor mosquitoes it was kind of crazy and we yeah woke up in the morning and they said we woke about 6 a.m and they said you've got two choices you can try and hike through the jungle but it's very treacherous it's not a path there's like cliffs that you've got to abseil down Uh, or if the wind's better you can try and convince someone to take a boat round just find a guy that owns a boat and just ask him to take you back yeah which we did so we found someone that did that and yeah managed to get back. back but it was like something from some like shipwrecked movie we like we dropped us quite far down on the beach we're oh walking back God. to this hotel like looking awful no shower like we're like we're here we're it's breakfast still open yeah we managed well, to make breakfast so. yeah that's amazing now how many hours was that ordeal uh, I would say 24, 24 hours. Yeah. I would say. Holy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, definitely travel teaches you resilience for sure. True. It Very does. True. It does. We've done a lot of long bus rides. Yeah. Flight, flight after flight after flight. Uncomfortable situations. And it, it keeps you, uh, I think, advice for anyone that says, oh, I'm coming to Asia. Like, have you got any advice? Is to stay flexible because you don't know what's going to happen. You, yeah. you don't want to go somewhere and say, there's 10 points I want to see. I want to sightsee and see the 10 top points because you won't. Things will change. You'll miss a bus. You'll really enjoy that place and stay there longer. So just stay flexible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could imagine you guys living in the UK and you're traveling in Asia where everything is so disorganized and there's no such thing as being on time. How do you guys yeah. deal with that? We also love, that's one thing we love about Philippines as well. Everyone is so laid back. So laid back. Um, you know, it kind of suits us that people aren't too stressy mm-hmm. and it's very, very, very different to England. Yeah. But we really like the, the, the way of life here, I think, and the pace mm-hmm. of life. Wow, that's amazing to hear. Now, it's amazing how at this time during the quarantine, that was the best, like I said, views of videos, you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of crazy for it's... us because it's like the, the most raw personal content as in talking about more on the blogs, I suppose. Yeah, we can only but talk about travel content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, no, there's, been, there's been no travel for months. No. Um, so we were just very, very happy and pleased that the audience wanted to still join us and come along with us. Yeah, definitely. And new people, we had 23,000 subscribers in one month during yeah. that time. And other months Amazing. were around 17 to 20,000 yeah. subscri- new subscribers each month. 
Yeah. And that's still similar, I think. Uh, it's just great that new people are joining the channel and wanting to see what we're up to yeah. and stuff like that. And it just makes us want to keep going. That's amazing. Now, how do you guys deal with traveling where you guys will be stopped everywhere for taking photos? <laughs> Have you guys been like behind with your like flight because of that? How do you guys handle that? Uh, actually, yeah, it's happened a few times where we really need to get somewhere. Or we want to always be polite but, and we never want to yeah. say no to a photo, but sometimes like, sorry, really quickly, we need to go, we need to go. Yeah, but it's always nice when yeah. people spend the time to come and say hi. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's different now because like all the selfies are distant and stuff yeah, like that. True. Yes. Uh, kind of smiling through a mask it's no. one of the nicest feelings when you meet someone who's genuinely excited mm. to see you because they yeah. love your videos yeah and they love what you're doing so it's, it's a really really nice feeling wow now what is the best compliment you guys have like a message from your community that really wow. makes you inspired oh uh, interesting what do you think, I think like, when, one that stands out or just when people like, say that we're real and when people say that we're funny and when people say that we're relatable, relatable and um nice people yes. all, all the stuff that you want to hear things. in normal life i think more mm. so that in complimenting like the actual like cinematics or something that or any compliments obviously lovely but yeah people I say think, that editing was great that's really nice when it's something personal to our personalities it's like yeah. wow that's actually really kind digs a little bit deeper yeah yeah i think that's the main People always like your hair as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, everyone's obsessed about your British accent, even oh, here yeah. in America. I do. Oh, wow. We get, we get a lot of comments so about, about the accent. Sometimes I'll say a certain word and there'll be loads of people commenting the timestamp. And I'm like, why are people commenting this? Like, did I say something wrong? And it's like, no, no, we just like hearing you over and over again. Yeah, that's very true. You know, yeah. I think like instantly, even my podcast, like intro, outro, I hired an English accent because it just really? elevates your oh. branding. Right? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. nice. Yeah, to us, it's just normal. Yeah. It's just how that's we so speak. True. And the funny thing is traveling opened up us opened us up to that as well because mm-hmm. we didn't know that people liked the British accent. We had no idea, no. you know. We, everyone sounds like us back home. Yeah, everyone sounds like us at home. And yeah. that's what we've grown up with for 25 years. 20 years, if you're 23. younger. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was normal to us. But now it's so... In, uh, even when we were tr- making videos, trying food in certain places for the first time, yeah. it was cool for us because we, we wanted to try the food, of course, wherever we are. We love experiencing culture and food and things. But we were kind of like, wow, so many people want to see us try it. Why is that? Yeah, and, and then we and then recently we found ourselves watching other foreign people to the UK trying British food, trying yeah. fish and chips, shepherd's pie. I, I love it. A full it's English so breakfast, and now we we totally get it. Like yeah. we want to see what oh how will they react to that yeah. sausage roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will they like it? What do they think of that? So yeah. we totally get it now. Um, I think traveling opens you up to things like that. Definitely. Yeah. Now, how's your family seeing you guys? What you all guys are now? What what what? do they say now oh uh, they they miss us yeah first of all we normally go home maybe twice a year so christmas and then like a middle of the year english summer um so we should have been home we were gonna go home around around june for yeah. like um, a month or six weeks or something yeah. uh-huh obviously couldn't yeah. obviously can't because of quarantine so and... def- we're definitely missing them they're definitely missing us but i think overall they're very proud of us they yeah 
find it very cool. I mean, it's unlike anyone else in our families, our jobs, I guess. Yeah, it's very they? different. It's very yeah. different. Um, I, I think our parents are proud yeah. and they're happy that we made something successful and that, that we're happy. enjoying life. What more would you want for your kids? I suppose we don't know yet, but um, I suppose they're, yeah, they're just happy for us and they miss us. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. How are you guys handling with this quarantine? Is it uh, difficult or? Filming a lot of videos. Filming a lot of videos. <laughs> that honestly has. It's been so good. It's kept have. us very. Um, it's Yeah, it's given us something to do every day. Yeah. Making videos, just doing what we were doing anyway, but in a different way. We've gone through all the phases of quarantine though the like crazy amounts of exercise, the um, drinking alcohol part, the, all the different types of. I feel like this. Like stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we've gone through a fair few of We've them. done it all. We've yeah. had ups and downs. Yeah. You know, we, I think like everyone. We've watched a ton of Netflix. Yeah. And we've watched a lot of TV. Uh, we've played video games. We've, yeah. done, we've done a lot of things that we haven't done for the last two or three years. And maybe so, it's a good thing to slow us down. It, yeah, it's been quite nice. We feel like yeah. we were forced to take so, a breather slightly. Yeah. Although not even in terms of uploads, because I would say we've uploaded the same amount of videos, but I would say a breather in terms of actually traveling, going to do something every single day, day moving stuff. around, exhausting ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we've just we've just adapted to what's going on. That's awesome. Now, who is the most interesting person you've met so far while well, in the Philippines? Oh. Other than you. <laughs> um, interesting person. One person. We've met a lot of people. We've met mayors and um, celebrities. Celebrities. Some celeb- people have become friends. And, um, interesting most interesting person. Probably Andy Smith, actually. <laughs> that man, that guy's a mystery. He's the most Still mysterious to this day. Man. Do you know him? You know, do you know no. Who is he? Yeah. Uh, do you know Diana Zubiri? An actress in the Philippines? I think so. I've heard it. Yeah, it's her yeah. husband. Yeah. Oh, the he's husband. A great, great friend of ours, but... He's a great guy. I like him a lot. Very mysterious. Very mysterious. Always off to meetings. Always wearing a suit. Um, Diane, he loves... Diane is amazing. She's we great. Have, we had her on our podcast last year? Yeah. Was that last year? Yeah. Last Actually, yeah, that's a great story. Um, and she was explaining that she came... I've forgotten the word in Tagalog. She really opened up on our mm-hmm. podcast. Um, and we asked her before, obviously, if it's okay, if she wants to talk about it. But, but she came from a... She's a... She's been a very successful actress here. Yeah. And she... From a very young age as well. Yeah. And she got into it, but from a, from a life almost pretty much on the streets and eating eating food from leftover garbage and things yeah. like that. There's a Tagalog word that you're trying to remember. It. But yeah, um, and she explained it to us. And from that to where she is now, uh, it's just incredible. Yeah. There was nothing handed to her. She went out and did it all on her own back. So, yeah. Yeah. Inspiring. Those two are great. And they've they become good friends of ours. Yeah, that's wonderful. Now, what do you think of the Philippine culture? Oh, we love it. We love it. We, I feel like we know the culture more than our own now, genuinely. <laughs> like, I never thought I'd know really? so much about other country that's not the UK. I think we've travelled more to the Philippines than we've travelled England. Oh, easily. Mm. Easily. Yeah. Um, we, it's just so great. I think, what's the three, we always say there's three things that really stand out. The friendliness of the people. No, I mean, as the part of the culture, what's in, inside the people here. All right. So, fair. like, food, family, and love are the three things yeah. that really stand out to us here. Um, so people are like, like, food is such a bonding thing and, like, having huge, like, food and fights and things and big buffets and people, like, bond over food. 
Um, family is huge here. People are, like I very family focused. There's different ways of doing things in the UK, and it's just yeah. really nice. Um, and then also like love, everyone is like loves love, here, don't they? Yeah, it's very open. And people um, aren't ashamed to um, be romantic yeah. and be um, all the love songs on karaoke and things. Yeah, all the love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. just so nice to see. Like I feel like in the UK, people sometimes people are su- shy. People suppress that side of them, and it's bit. embarrassing to be like too too romantic, too maybe gushy, gushy or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we love it and yeah. people are very friendly here people are incredibly friendly to us when we meet them even just interactions day to day with people in stores yeah. and yeah. restaurants coffee shops so nice. people, are, people are just nice um, and the, we've seen a lot of different cultures around the Philippines all kind of different levels of it and yeah it's so interesting to see any, any country it's interesting to see a culture but I think the Philippines is so diverse but then you see similarities mm-hmm. everywhere you go Mm-hmm. which are the kind of things Lucy was saying. That's awful. Now, would you guys ever consider of doing a movie or modeling? Is it something that you guys would be open to? <laughs> yeah. Or have you guys been approached yeah. all the time? It'd be kind of crazy doing like a movie because we're so used to being the our directors, our producers, our editors for ourselves. So like True. someone saying, do that, do that. I think it would be a bit weird. It'd be weird for us to I, adapt to Yeah, that. I don't know if I could act. I think I'm a bad actress. I don't think I, I could be an it. actor, but I'd love to. I'd love to be a part of a show of some sort or yeah, yeah opportunity, we're, up, we're definitely open to opportunities like that modeling I don't know you know um, you be a model. we can't we can't try and be anyone who isn't ourselves so <laughs> if they want a six foot two uh you know guy with Her like head, a beard that doesn't properly grow <laughs> here, then that's fine but uh yeah you know we, yeah, we're, we're open to funny new new things definitely yeah. Yeah, you know it's crazy story because um, I met Lucy through Airbnb. You guys are one of my guests. No, and, uh, I know. Yeah, we love it. When are you guys coming back? Oh, as soon as possible. When we can. As soon as we can. Yeah, we'd yeah. love to come back. Awesome. We miss we miss that kind of thing. We loved, especially going to your place. We loved it because we could oh. we could wake up at six a.m. here. We could uh, get a grab to the airport with small amount of traffic at that time in the morning. Uh, get a short flight to Camagin and be by the pool before day at Bintana uh, at 11 a.m. Yeah. So it's, it's still the morning. We'd be there yeah. in like an island paradise. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. Then, as soon as we can, we'd love to come. And back. thank you for creating that amazing video, by the way. I showed it to the American, Filipino American community and they loved it. So thank you. Oh, yeah. We actually want to come to the U.S. That was one of our plans yeah. for this year we were gonna we were gonna do a few US trips. Uh, we wanted to go to New York and LA, maybe maybe on separate trips, but well, maybe, stop maybe next by year. in Orange yeah. County. Yeah, definitely. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That'd be great. yeah, yeah. You guys have to go to Utah. I think Utah by far is really? my favorite oh, place. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a good drive. Now, what's your end goal? What's your big, hairy, audacious goal? I I wouldn't say there was an end goal. I would say that we love we love the process of what we do. If there, if there's an end, then then when you're at the end goal that you made, you'll be like, oh, but I want that now. But I think yeah. goals are just moving all the time. Goal, yeah. Um, but for us, I think generically speaking, is happiness and just continue to be happy every day, waking up with freedom to do what we want to do that makes us happy. Exactly, and we have some other more. Uh, Real practical yeah. goals uh, that we want to achieve, but but really, it's just keep going, keep adapting, keep changing, keep evolving, 
follow happiness, follow what you want to do mm-hmm. um, or what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, end goal. I think if you also, a lot of people work for an end goal and then it suggests that they don't enjoy trying to get there. They're always working for something. Yeah. They're, they're waiting for something. They enjoy the process. Or they're, they're trying to do something they don't enjoy now because they think that when they get to this end goal, they'll be happy. But I think then you just, you're just wasting time a lot, a lot of the time. And, you know, there's so many different scenarios for so many different people. But for us, we'd way rather enjoy the day-to-day. And if we get if a byproduct of that is achieving some of our personal goals and along the way, then that's, that's great. But we just want to enjoy, enjoy every day. I love it. Now, how do you want to be remembered, each one of you? Oh. Um, I don't think I've ever been asked that. I think that's the first time. <laughs> as someone who, as someone who made a lot of people smile yeah. or, or laugh, brought happiness in some way. Nothing, nothing to. We. I don't think I want. I don't need to be known as like about uh, physical like um, values of like money and things like that. I think more. Someone who left happiness, left a place or a person more positive than before they found yeah. us. Yeah. I would say something like that. Um, I think. Oh, that's a really good question. It I is, love that yeah. question. I've never been asked that. Uh, yeah, just a just a positive impact. Yeah, positive impact. Oh my god, guys! Thank you for sharing your story. Where can they find you? What's your site? Um, we are on YouTube. Just put in the juicy vlog. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a podcast on Spotify. Um, we're everywhere. Lucy's on TikTok at the juicy vlog. Go and check out her dances. Occasionally I'll make a cameo appearance. Yeah, yeah, we're everywhere. So if you like seeing what random people are up to in a random life. In a random apartment in Manila. Then come along. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed talking to you and it's nice to finally see you you. in like Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great to finally actually kind of see you. Absolutely. (laughs) That's been great. Thanks so much. Yeah, hopefully one day we'll see each other and come again. when's the podcast out it will probably out by next week next week cool let's know we'll share we'll share it as well yes and we were number three in the philippines for entrepreneur wow congratulations thank you it is like what you guys do it's a lot of work it's not easy it's a lot of work well I, i appreciate you guys and thank you so much for being here Thank you. It's great. Good to speak to you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and visit katehancock.com so you don't miss out on the next episode.